0: Hey, everybody. Hey, thanks for tuning into the show. I have a book that just came out on Amazon.com called Digital Labor, The Coming Demise of the White Collar Worker. This book is talking about how software is going to be replacing knowledge workers in our industry at a very rapid pace. This book is addressed for people who are interested in the future job market and what to do about it. So please check it out on Amazon. We look forward to your feedback now. Let's go listen to the show. Even though I know that I'm sitting in a room at my house, I put this on, and within five minutes, 10 minutes, I am gone. And and you know you're gone when you take your headset off and realize, oh, I'm back here.
1: You're listening to Pardon the Disruption with your host, Tom Young.
0: Hey, everybody. Hey, welcome to the show. This is Tom Young. Let's go around the room. This is Bart Gallo. This is TJ
2: Young. And this is Rohan Kapoor.
0: Hey, thanks, guys. Hey, today we're going to talk do a little bit of an update on the world of VR. Uh, we had experimented. We bought a, a HTC Vive and we set that up and we played around with it. And we had done some work with the HTC Vive with one of our clients, setting up some virtual environments for uh, hospital operating rooms and show, to show equipment to executives that were that without having to make a site visit. Uh, and then recently, several of us bought the Oculus Quest, which is you know, probably the next generation beyond the original HTC Vive, which is a corded, uh, corded VR headset. So the HTC Vive is a headset you wear over your eyes, and again, VR is a virtual reality separated from other things like augmented reality, where you do overlay. So Google Glass would have been uh, augmented reality. Pokemon Go, Pokemon Go, There's things like right. that. There's some interest. I, I think actually, I'm I'm a bigger fan of augmented reality. <laughs> But it's it's not there. The technology is not there yet. So we talked about Magic Leap and some other shows. That that technology is really hard, and it's not there yet. But anyway, so we played around with the Oculus Quest, which is now cordless, and they've put and I have one here on the desk here, and the um, it's got gyroscopes in it. It's got it's probably essentially it's a little mini computer because unlike the um, HTC Vive that requires a laptop, this does not. This comes right out of the box. The user experience is pretty good. It's got four wide-angle camera sensors here. Right, which is also
3: external on the Vive as well, the room sensors. Yeah, Yeah. the
0: the room sensors, you gotta set those up on tripods or something like that, so it's a little bit more of a complicated setup, but I think in the course of maybe two years, the technology has now moved to something much more uh, user-friendly, easy to use. This is all you get. You get a headset and two of these. Mm-hmm. This is rechargeable using USB-C, and this uses double, AAA batteries. And I'm still at like 92% you know, playing with this for a week. Uh, this lasts about two or three hours. But anyway, uh, co- we've all played with this. What are your guys' thoughts on this uh, Oculus Quest?
3: Well, I think um, it kind of the experience of comparing the Quest to the Vive reminded me of that video we've shared a few times on the podcast where you show an office from the 1980s versus today where you see... The printer and the index cards and the Rolodex all mm-hmm. become virtualized and pulled into the laptop, and we kind of saw like a much faster virtualization trend for VR. Where two years ago you needed um, for something like the HTC Vive or a tethered headset of another brand, you needed a laptop, external sensors to map the room, all of this stuff outside of the headset. And within two years, we're already at all of the compute power and room mapping is in the headset. And the controllers and everything's wireless
1: and you can just throw it in a backpack and go with no laptop. Yeah. It was, it was a much better experience just from, it was kind of a hassle. We spent almost a, an entire day setting up the Vive. Right. And that was
3: just the hardware side. Not even the, the comparison hardware. of the software experience, which was also Facebook. The,
1: Facebook and Apple do it really well. It's the mm-hmm. whole, especially not just the experience doing it, but unboxing and setting it up. You take it out, it's charged enough that it works. It's not fully charged because they're cheap and yeah. right? mm-hmm. they're running a business, but, uh, you take it out, all you need is a Wi-Fi connection, and you're good to go. Yeah, That's it. It's all That's literally app. it, and it walks you through... And you're you're up and running in ten minutes. It's, yeah, it
3: felt very similar to the early days of the iPod, where you were comparing the. the you even remember that word? <laughs> what did you just say? Comparing like using the iPod to like a, an MP3 player of some generic brand. What are you saying? Yeah. You know, <laughs> like right. the type that wouldn't have iTunes or any sort yeah. of platform, and you had to drag and drop songs into a folder.
1: It's <laughs> a folder.
0: It, it's, it's 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 very different. So I have both set up. Uh, I think I like some of the apps on the HTC Vive specifically the Google Earth where you can fly around in 3D that is really cool which is not on the Oculus It's not on the Oculus right now yeah. but that's a that's, that's missing That's, that's yeah. a question of when not if cuz these platforms are very similar to the gaming platforms so like uh, you know Sony PlayStation versus Xbox versus you know uh, some of the older platforms like Sega and 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 others where some of the games were resident only on one platform but the best games Migrate to all platforms. I think most. I think there's a lot of focus right now on the the platforms, but I think what's really going to make this thing take off is the the applications and the experiences and things like that. The that content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I sat. W- one of the ones that that I thought was pretty interesting. I I, I hit the Netflix app in the Oculus, and uh, you tr- you're transported into this. Uh, awesome, like remote living room. And this is it's, it's expansive living room. It might be five, 600 square feet. It's really big. And so you're in a geodesic dome. It's got these views of the mountains. You're sitting on a couch, there's a fireplace there and about a 10 foot screen in front of you. And it's not quite HD, but it's damn close to it. It's pretty good resolution, good enough. Let's just say it's good enough. And then you hit play. The lights dim down. You can still see the room, but you're, it's like a virtual experience. And Rohan, you and I were talking ab- about, you know, that versus a real. So I have a real home theater here in the basement, and I think if you if you add up all the costs of setting up a, a real nice home theater of any kind of equivalence, yeah, you're you're approaching at least five thousand dollars for the equipment and furniture, and then th- the cost of the real estate that goes with that. Yeah. Versus the HTC Vive gives you something kind of similar. Not as quite is not certainly not as good, but for five hundred dollars.
1: Yeah. And, and at first glance, you think, oh, why would you watch Netflix on your couch when you could just take it off and like sit on your couch and watch on your actual TV? But you don't think about things in the virtual sense. Like the screen is software definable. Yeah, you can just make an eighty-foot screen if you want,
3: and the virtual living room is much cleaner than some people's living rooms. <laughs> yeah. So I appreciate the nice minimalist apartment they put yeah, you and in. And yeah. your girlfriend's not there, and yeah. it's, uh, But that is my, my that, wife. That, what?
2: What is this thing? <laughs> but that is the other thing as well as the the kind of social aspect, which is like is pretty important for a lot of people in terms of the experience. And I know you guys were playing around on the uh, virtual chat room where you can kind of go in, but uh, trying to create, I think it's still very like siloed and individual, which is great for certain circumstances, but.
0: It is, I I think they're they're getting at some of the social side of it. And that's just a question of the applications and I think some of the creativity that's required. Um, They have an application called Oculus Venues, where they will put in a, a VR camera at a live event like a comedy show or a concert and you can log in and it's live and you're sitting there and you're, you're in the comedy club in New York. So would it be better to be there if you Yeah, but if you're not in New York, you can't go. So at least now you're there. And, TJ, you tried it, and there was other uh, avatars sitting there. You didn't know these people, but they were there, and you could you could talk to them. Yeah,
1: I saw Tenacious D. If you're not familiar, it's a two man band, mm-hmm. kind of uh, run by Jack Black and his buddy. I forgot the other guy's name. Um, video of the actual stage was pretty poor. I, I mean, you're kind of relying on the least common denominator for the internet connection, but you're sitting in a, kind of a virtual audience in a little chair, and you can see the avatars sitting around you. And you can only talk to and hear the avatars in like a nine person grid, the people in front of you to the sides and diagonal. And you can see other avatars beyond that, but you can't hear them. Is the you sound know. on a gradient or a gradient when you yes. can walk away from people and you hear them taper off? The, so it's a, it's kind of a concentric circle. So the people slightly far away are a little bit quieter and then it goes off. Okay. And, and if people right. are annoying, you could just teleport away. Like, right. I so- want to go to the left side of the stage. <laughs> Looks a little more so, chill so, over there. Yeah, I didn't say a word. So football
0: <laughs> season's coming up. Right, And it's probably not ready for this season, but let's just assume that this 2020 football season, one year away, which is a lifetime away in the world of technology. <laughs> but in the 2020 football season, they're going to have the NFL app on one of these platforms. And you're going to be able to go in and watch the game as if you're sitting on the 50-yard line with your friends. And your friends are going to do the same thing. And you're going to be able to talk to your friends. The headsets allow you to still you know drink a beer in your living room if you want uh you can talk you can chat you can take the headset off and walk away go to the bathroom come back put it back on but
1: well you don't have to stay on the 50 yard line if the ball's down
0: by yeah, the 10 exactly. you know
1: they're they're ready to go for the touchdown you're down by the 10 yard line yeah, yeah.
0: right you can be in the camera that that flies around the, on the uh, above the field that's yeah. the thing cuz if you if you watch an NFL
1: game you might take it for granted or even NBA any major sport it's a huge production, the way they cut, when to cut, when someone is going to come on and commentate. It's almost like a movie that they film on the spot and edit on the spot live. Yeah. Right? It's very, very well done. When, when they're going to go close up on Ben Roethlisberger for his reaction when he drops a pass, showing the receiver back to the lineup. It's it's all produced. And you think it's just kind of like raw and just given to you and there's no effort, uh, as opposed to you kind of taking control of that. Like, all right, I'm going to be above the... Above the field, or I'm going to sit on the 50-yard line. It's going to be uh, it's like not it's, it's going to feel right. not as spoon fed to you. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I have
0: a friend. She is as uh, a fantasy football. I know you guys do it as well. She's going to a, a fantasy football draft party tonight. Right, it's a big social thing. Yes, yep. yeah. Food. There's a drink. Uh, but some. We we did one last year. Our team, and uh, but it was a virtual party. We all logged in. And we did it online together. We were all in different places. The The draft was set for a certain time. And we just, we just did it. Now imagine doing a party like this in a virtual reality where you're sitting there. You can actually talk to the people. It's an immersive experience. You can see all the stats. You can pull up your stuff. Look at that. I can't believe that. All these different things. But then put it into the game mode where you can actually watch the game. So I think the social is coming. I think it's going to be the thing that's going to make this uh move to the next level right now we have uh, what i'll call early adopters probably buying this yeah there's probably a couple million uh i mean it sounds like a lot but in i think for this to really go to the next level they're going to need 25 million to be sold but i think right now they're a little over a million did they say oculus sold a million
2: yeah they said uh, they've they forecasted have, 2019 for the whole of 2019
0: a million yeah but they have how many wow. different kinds of oculus are there? there's three or four different kinds right it's like I think there's yeah. two rifts and the quest is the one without the tether. And
1: then there's the go, right? It's
3: kind of the most lightweight one, I think. Yeah. It's and then uh,
0: HTC's coming out with the uh, I think the model's called better than Oculus. <laughs> right. It's the next it's they're gonna keep leapfrogging each other, gonna go to the next thing.
2: Oh there you go, two million estimate. So this is you, the Oculus Go,
3: not oh, the quest. Okay. I'm not what, sure.
0: What's the uh, Bart? Go to the one that's the the new HTC, like the they were we were just looking Oh yeah. It was some crazy price point. so do you
2: think do you think so the social piece and just uh the content piece is going to be when that gets to stage gets a good stage that's going to commercialize the product I, i
0: again you know the other show that we have that i do with karen around experience this you know we think of the deployment of technology in our lives as being highly disruptive and then there's, I would say, that disruption is viewed much more negative than it is positive. Mm-hmm. And I think it has a lot to do with how you um, how you think about how you're going to allow the technology to affect your life and how you're going to use it. So I, t- I, I want to think of the positive ways these technologies can enhance our lives versus turning us into isolated zombies sitting in a basement you know, doing things by ourselves and not, and not interacting with other people. Yeah. So if, if if you go to, just pick any nursing home, if you have an elderly relative or friend and you visited them, those are very lonely places. Right? Hmm. Uh, Bingo. Right. Just, you just think of the ability to put, have the people put this on the elderly folks and allow them to just experience things, recall memories. Uh, You think there's a lot of content out there that's in the old platforms where the software is going to allow itself to migrate to these new platforms without human intervention. Yeah,
1: be able to teleport to a uh, slot machine to- in Vegas.
0: Well, and to, and, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm thinking more like taking all of your digital photos and having them curated and put into an experience where you can sit there and watch and enjoy it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The ability to, to, just interact socially with people. Just, yeah. you know, w- w- we didn't get this set up for this podcast. We'll do one of our future podcasts. We'll do it in VR. Uh, but they have these cameras now for about $400. They take 4K video in 360. And it's small. It's the size of a maybe a little bit, big, it's a little more oblong than a cigarette pack, but it's not much bigger than a cigarette pack. And it takes awesome videos and, and you can, now imagine sticking that on a small portable tripod on a restaurant table, and a person who couldn't join you, say a relative who's out of town, or you know, Rowan, you have relatives in uh, in UK, yeah. they can't be with you somewhere. Maybe you can. They, they can come and join you for uh, hanging out at a pub. Yeah, or yeah. you can visit them. Yeah. So it's not a question of I'm going to do that instead of something. It's a, you're going to do it instead of not doing anything with them. Yeah. Right. When you obviously when you go visit them, you're going to hang out. But what about when you're not hanging out, could your experiences be more enhanced?
2: Yeah, and there's actually companies, there's a company called Tailspin that is using VR to train their employees on how to um, deal with kind of interpersonal issues. So for example, firing someone, you put on a VR headset and you have this kind of avatar that sits in front of you that's pretty lifelike and you go through this description and as, as they start to kind of that have AI on the back end, and it starts to get more real with the the interactions that you have with that person get more realistic. Um, that's going to help the employees and companies deal with all kinds of situations in the real world, but using a virtual
0: technology. Yeah. So, we, we think of like um, you know we did the the pod uh, the show with uh, Rob High from IBM Edge Computing. This H this uh, Oculus is edge computing, right? Because the platform sits on your head. A lot of the user experience is rendered right from here, but imagine you're getting into these hybrid architectures where You know we were talking before I think we were going to show a quick video of how this actually maps your room because what's interesting is uh, When you turn it on It you you see through the sensors The first thing you do is see through the sensors and you get a virtual can of spray paint and you spray paint out a clear area where you're gonna work and and play the game. You want something that's going to be free, so because you, you move around, because you have these—I uh, don't know what you call them—nunchucks or whatever they're controllers. called. Controllers. Controllers. <laughs> <laughs> nunchucks. <laughs> <laughs> Not, well, I, so I was doing the. Uh, Try again. No, Fruit Ninja. <laughs> I did Fruit Ninja. These were sabers. It was, well, but you hold these things, and you're going to move your arms around. You're going to do, you know, wild things. But anyway, so you think through. Uh, so you spray paint this area, and it creates like a virtual. Room. Yeah, Yeah. And 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 when you step out, you see the world through the sensors, and then when you step in, you're immersed in this new world. Right,
3: and it's as easy as using a spray paint can, which to tie back to the comparison to the HTC Vive, the same process of mapping the room took two uh, external sensors on tripods, and you have to space them out and set them up, and if you want to bring the Vive somewhere, you have to carry all of that stuff. And this is all happening in the headset with the four-camera system on the Quest. And it remembers
0: prior rooms, Mm -hmm. So I I went up to my bedroom Because I wanted to uh, I I Chromecast on the TV And I wanted to uh, Chromecast Because you can Simulcast out on I couldn't get figured out How to work it But Anyway, so I went back downstairs. I thought I'd have to reset up. No, it was. I walked right I, into a new virtual You know room.
1: Zuckerberg's not going to delete any data about your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to know where your TV is, yeah. or, you know, what kind of paintings you like, what kind of books are on the wall, so they can sell yeah. you stuff. Yeah, I Zuckerberg, thought- that was just
2: the pre-meeting, not the meeting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't record any of this. <laughs> I,
2: I thought what was really cool was, uh, TJ, when you were saying about the uh, infrared sensors that give you a view of the real world through the headset. Right, And when you look at
1: your phone, And you see the uh, yeah that that freaked me (laughs) out. Do not recommend that. You want to know how much your phone is just like scanning your face. Like look, try to like unlock your phone or just like look at it, and it's infrared. So, the little dot you can't see with your naked eye normally is just it's like a flashing beacon. It's like what's your face looking like? what are you looking <laughs> yeah. at? What's going on? We're yeah. sending this to the NSA <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just constantly It actually says all of that. And you yeah. said Bart, when the I think it'll show in the video, but when it's scanning the room and putting little pinpoints everywhere, it's doing that every millisecond, yeah, and creating a new map.
3: yeah, I think this video talked about how um as you're moving through the mapped space as the user, it's capturing. Um, gyroscope data points off the movement of the headset to track what you're doing every millisecond. Uh, I wanted to play this much yeah. earlier because we were talking about
0: let's play how it, let's it maps let's the room, it. but I, I just want... Yeah, this is pretty
1: cool. We'll throw we'll throw it on the video too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll
3: include it, uh, in the show after. But yeah, this is Hugo Barra. He's the VP of VR at Oculus. Great, greatest title ever. <laughs> VP <awesome>. of VR. <laughs> yeah, so he's this is just a quick video of him explaining how the Oculus, um... InSight is the software platform that actually maps the room that you're going to use the headset in.
1: Now, let's take a look at how InSight works. First of all, it uses the four wide-angle sensors on the headset to look for edges, corners, and pretty much any distinct feature in the environment. It then builds a three-dimensional map that looks like a sparse point cloud. These are the green and blue dots that you see here. The system combines this map with gyroscope and accelerometer input and generates a very precise estimate of your head position every millisecond.
0: So, so anyway, you can see where this is headed, right? Because right now they're taking these sensors and it's not dissimilar from the Google car that uses the LiDAR that's picking up one million data points uh, a second. This is probably picking up a similar amount with four sensors. And uh, the next generation of these have more sensors in them. Well, what I'd like to see, I'm trying to
1: just skip ahead here. You have the the cameras on your head, but what if you almost combine that with kind of the old tech around setting up stationary cameras around your house or room, and instead of closing off an area that's open for certain games that are like open world, Mm -hmm. have it for maps that are kind of auto-generated, have it match your living space, based on whatever it is. Right. So if you have a kitchen here and a hallway that goes to two other rooms, clear out the furniture, then you can have a map. If the game doesn't really matter, if you know something's here or seven feet over. Have the map generate so that it matches your living space. Well so you so guys
3: did this in Florida, right? Something similar to what you're describing. Yes, with but the, preset
1: because yeah. the tech's not there yet. So it's like we're gonna make, we're gonna build this room and then build the app so it uh, matches the. You're the walls. saying to you adjust to yeah. every so possible use. Yeah, where, this, yeah, yeah. where this needs to go is okay. to.
0: So obviously, if you if you buy equipment and like a a vase or anything that's permanently stationed with a with a micro camera on it that they can use and integrate, mm-hmm. the more data it has, the better. Right, but um, if you did that, you could do things like do skin overlays to inanimate objects. What does that mean? It means that if I... The, so, so, Joe, in post-production, throw up some of the, the Netflix pictures from the Netflix room. I'm going to throw them up on the screen here if I can uh, do this. But you can see you're virtually sitting in this room when you watch Netflix for this thing. But if you could have... The easy the lazy boy chair that you have in your room if you could have that uh, overlaid you would walk over to it and literally sit down in VR and it's really there so when we were at the Star Wars thing in Florida you saw R2D2 and he was moving around and you reached down to touch him with your virtual hand and you actually felt a shape it was a it was a it was a robot and it, all they did was overlay. When you touched the door, you felt the door. When the door opened, the door was gone.
3: So you guys were doing a VR experience where the physical space you were in matched what was in like, the software realm? Like
0: 70%.
1: So they did yeah. the walls, the doors, the like seats so you mm-hmm. could sit down. And uh, things like that, like R2 wouldn't move. Everything else was just fake and they would add overlay.
3: So it. picture a lot of like polygons that you could map into whatever you want. In right, software,
1: yes, it? okay. and it's was going so, be like, like seven rooms this, that you move through. Wow, See, this is a picture. was nuts. It, I,
0: re- I referred to the Netflix living room. This is your home theater. You could define it however you want, but let's just say that you need at least one chair and one table defined, and you do the overlay based on that, and I can actually go walk over and sit down in this and sit down and watch.
2: It's like an advertiser's dream, because imagine you can then go in and toggle through different lamps and then purchase the right. lamp.
0: So so here's another picture of another <laughs> virtual room where you can watch. You're just so about the, the money rolling. I know,
2: I know. Purchase a holiday. Look at this. Imagine v- the
1: future of VR and immersion. I want to put an ad, right? Imagine there.
2: imagine you're looking out the window there at the mountains, which will throw up in post production. Imagine that's Peru. Johnson and imagine and Johnson. you could just buy a ticket with a click of a button based on what you have set in virtual reality. <laughs> <laughs> money, money, money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you, you, you can start to see the, 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 the possibilities here are, are tremendous Yeah, these micro cameras that are in this device here are very inexpensive the, what's, what's hard to do is the integration of that into a, a platform So you, you're probably going to have to buy it from Facebook, I'm sure they'll be happy to sell it to you uh, they own, they're the ones who own Oculus by the way if that wasn't clear to people I think some people forget that. Um, you buy these devices and you set them in your home, and they're, and they're going to track not only for the game, but they're going to harvest a lot of data, right? So today we were getting ready for work and doing stuff that, and all of a sudden, Alexa started answering <laughs> questions about Bolivia. I don't know what was going on. Right? Yeah, it must have heard some trigger word and. Uh, it started just talking to us and had to tell it to shut up.
1: Well, Roland, what were you saying before when you were talking to your buddy about oh, yes. was like a concert and then an ad showed up so, on Instagram? Yeah, so WhatsApp are owned obviously by
2: Facebook, which also owns Instagram. And, and Oculus. Was, and Oculus. And so I was chatting to my friend this morning on WhatsApp and I was teasing him about how bad he is at playing tennis. And I said, you should, uh, you should get some tennis lessons. Um, and he came back and said, yeah, just let me know when Novak is in town, Novak Djokovic. Time passed, about an hour and a half later, he sent me a message with a screenshot, and he said, this is getting way too specific. And what he sent me was an advert from uh, one of the fashion companies, and it said, play with Novak, it was Lacoste. And it said, play with Novak, and it was a picture of Novak Djokovic with a tennis racket, and it was basically a competition to to like be able to play tennis with Novak Djokovic and train with him. That is crazy. Wow. Because that is way too specific for that to be coincidence.
3: I've never gotten that
2: ad and I've never said that. It's a practice with Novak.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, so you have to decide for yourself whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. He said he wanted that; they delivered it up. And that's right. and that's
1: only from you know text inputs from WhatsApp. Imagine what they could do with inputs from mapping your entire room and the microphone that's catching everything. And you're putting it on and having a discussion with a significant other. Oh yeah, we got it. We gotta get a new TV. TV ads everywhere. I mean, it'll be personalized if you want that. But I'm just saying, you're handing it
0: over. So. Uh, yeah. The last thing t- <laughs> I, I would like to talk. Th- th- so the technology on this is rapidly, rapidly improving. Billions of dollars is being thrown at this. So this is not. Yeah. Uh, the th- people also need to be reminded that we did a show on esports and e- uh, gaming. <laughs> the yeah. gaming world. These two will merge. Dwarfs. It yeah. dwarfs Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, and you're going to se- start to see this Hollywood games start to merge together. You're going to see content developed for these platforms. There's, if you're going to want to watch that content, you're going to have to buy these platforms or get access to it. But I would say I've played around with this and t- to get a sense of this is highly, highly immersive. It, it, Already, it, it, yeah. It, it is. And even though I know that I'm sitting in a room at my house, I put this on, and within... Five minutes, ten minutes—I am gone, <laughs> and and you know you're gone when you take your headset off and realize, oh, I'm back here. What is
2: that instant feeling? Is it like oh, it's I'm like back waking here. up from a dream? Okay,
0: that's uh, that's the closest thing I can say. To, it's like waking up from a dream.
2: You need to get your bearings.
3: Almost you, d- you right? do. Yeah,
0: and, and if you uh, if you have the full audio and visual, and you're in a and you're and you're comfortable, so there's no physical distractions. Outside of, and you're and you're familiar enough with the hand controllers uh, to have it be second nature, then you are really going to get immersed in these things, and it's going to be a, it's going to be wild, and you're going to lose track of time, and you're going to lose track of uh, sense and space. But I think when that happens, again, we can talk about the bad side. There's a good side to it, but it's also the implications of: Do I need all this physical space anymore? like Rohan you have a you live in Manhattan you have a small place Mm -hmm. and the amount of personal space you have is limited yeah right all of a sudden now you just got to find a a nice chair yeah sit down you can do yeah whatever you want
2: yeah and in that limited space you can't have like a huge tv because it just stands out so much so being able to like put that on and actually Manipulate the size of your TV, in this like virtual living room is turn, awesome. Turn
3: your amazing view of Manhattan into a view of Chicago or something, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if right? you want. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: No, but even think about that you you pay f- you, you you pay a premium for the view you have in, Ma- in Manhattan.
2: Yeah.
3: What I think would be cool, just what you were saying, uh, I was thinking about what you were saying, and then the, your view at your apartment, and thinking about augmented reality, if you could like have a, a scene from Spider Man play out. In augmented reality, outside of your window, stuff is happening on buildings. King and... Kong on top yeah, of Yeah, rim. just the Empire, Empire State constant battle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Who do you guys think the dark horse and all this is going to be? Facebook, Apple. I mean, like a player maybe is not Apple. here, he's going to just come in, like, and by the way, we're taking over in our stuff to pass. Apple best. for sure. That's an Apple move. That's I mean, an an way move exactly they're, going, they're
2: going into original content now, and like they're going to. They're going to come out with VR soon. They
3: also have a lot of apps uh, on the commerce side, like with Ikea. You can place furniture in a room, which isn't as cool as a lot of the games on some of the headset platforms, but you can use your phone to place furniture in a room. So they're using different applications of AR to capture data. And
2: And just the the design-led mentality they have, if the technology is there and they kind of bring their design uh skills to the to the four, four i think that's going to be formidable
3: yeah and i will say on, on the software side one of the I'm, even though i'm appreciating the operating system of the oculus quest the one thing it's missing is my iMessage and the podcast app <laughs> and all the stuff from my apple ecosystem that i like to have in my car and on my laptop and on my phone and on my ipad and they have an ecosystem and as many different rectangles as i can have it oh my god and- I would
1: say <laughs> Google as well in terms of the ecosystem. Yeah. They, they've been pretty silent on the VR game. I mean, they, they sell those cardboards. If you don't know what that is, it's yeah. it's a very cheap, I don't know, like $10 device. Mm-hmm. It's this cardboard you slip your iPhone or your uh, Android. Android into there, and it splits the screen in half, and it's a very crude, like but still... It uses mirrors on a
3: phone screen to emulate the experience. Right, very right? crude experience for like yeah.
1: 360. But they've been very silent on you know high-tech VR stuff. And I think I was reading some report... They're saying that we're about like seven years out for the tech we have now, those goggles are showing, to be small enough that they're almost like big Oakleys or like mm-hmm. giant Speedo goggles, it's like that small on your face. And they already tried with the Google Glass. It was a failure kind of ahead of its time for AR. I think they're going to steamroll back in in a year or two mm. with a VR device that's smaller, more compact, and I think they're
0: waiting. Well, also, so, snap,
2: Snapchat is another scary. dark horse. They have the glasses, right?
0: Snapchat has glasses. Yeah. That. Where do I place my bet that Snapchat will be irrelevant? No. <laughs> no. Irrelevant. No, Roland no has money in Snapchat. We're sponsored by st- Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, they I, don't, they, we're not. We're not, <laughs> though. <laughs> okay. But we'd be willing. <laughs> if
3: if, listening. if, if Mark, Apple we just sneezed, promoted two of your businesses, if Apple Mark And their <laughs> pile
0: of money fell off the table, just a little bit of it, it would be bigger than Snapchat. <laughs> okay? So the, the players here are going to be Facebook, Google, and Apple. Yeah. And everyone else is irrelevant mm. because it has to do with how much money you're going to go spend.
1: Even HTC because they don't have the, the broader ec- ecosystem. HTC cannot compete. They're yeah. going to
0: get bought by somebody. Right. So this is the same with cloud computing. They're, yeah. they're putting in apple could dump 10 billion dollars into this and just say we own it and it would and or what Bart, what Bart yeah. just said that would be the one thing i would want to be able to have my apple ecosystem already in there yeah to right go driving this stuff and uh if, if you do that then i can i can i can sit there and i can work remotely i can do a whole bunch of other things and but when it becomes a virtual and, and it divorces me from the other thing i have that yoke coming back, just get out of it. But if I have those things with me in there, Apple's going to crack that. I think Google's going to do that as well. The one I would th- throw in as a fourth player uh, is Microsoft.
3: Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah because yep. they yeah. They, yeah.
0: they but they got married to this HoloLens platform yeah. that's not quite there. It's, just it's not, only like 80 pounds. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 Microsoft, I mean... <laughs> But the thing is, Microsoft also has an ecosystem. Yeah, uh, It's not as probably robust as the, uh, I think Apple owns the ecosystem in terms of the pinnacle of what those are. But it'll be interesting to see what's gonna happen. Uh, you know, you, when you buy this stuff, it is not an investment, it is an expense. Because it very quickly it'll be obsolete. Same thing with phones, right? Yeah, I mean, people, yeah. You know, A lot of people buy These the phone every year. Buy them and have fun with them for a year, and then. Yeah, you
2: bought the HTC Vive a month ago. And then you bought the Oculus Quest. No, no, no. Yeah. Two
0: years ago, and then set, set it up, up finally a month ago,
1: oh, okay. and then he's like, "Oh, I got a new one." <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it's a drastic improvement.
0: Well, look, it's 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 not. You bu- you buy the HTC Vive, then there's like another yeah. twenty five hundred dollars of expense to get a, a gaming laptop and with all the stuff. Yeah, it, you know we're doing because we want to learn about this stuff, but I'm just saying all this stuff is converging down into. Smaller and smaller devices, and then the real investments on the experience side. So it's yep. gonna be very interesting to see Apple jump into this, Google jump into this. And really, what I think is gonna ha- I really wanna see open platforms win so that you can pick the best one mm-hmm. and not lose your other experiences because it's a closed API. Yeah. Right? I, I wanna see open platforms so I can get my Apple stuff no matter who's doing it. Mm-hmm. Right? So,
1: so are, this is the so Microsoft's like making a play to be the developer platform.
3: yeah, what what I was kind of going for here is that I think uh, HoloLens was kind of one of the early augmented reality mm-hmm. platforms and they had a lot of marketing content that I think has oversold how capable the headset is. but it it seems like if you look at a lot of the offerings around mixed reality that are available through Azure, Microsoft is kind of, Positioning itself to be a huge player in VR and AR, but more on the cloud services and integration and collaboration mm. sort of side, and maybe not focusing so much on hardware, hardware software, yeah, platform. Uh, hardware. Or
1: be like the, or just the back operating system. You yeah, know, the, they were the Windows backbone for so many different things. Why not be the, the backbone original, for this?
3: Yeah, I think the original Rift is and the, the Quest oh, Windows based. I think it, I think it was Microsoft, and then the Quest was a lightweight shift to the Snapdragon,
0: the Android yeah.
3: platform. Hmm. I think
0: so the la- last thing and then we'll then we'll then we'll end because we're at the end of our time here uh Bart pull up the uh the Magic Leap website now we had looked at Magic Leap they received an, uh, an ungodly amount of money early on now they're a company based outside in the Everglades down in uh this, right is, up- this is AR by the way is, this is AR but this is a small company uh down by uh, Palm Beach. Uh, very Fort Lauderdale secretive area. company very secretive but they received well over a half a billion dollars in seed money from a lot of people from Lucas uh development a lot of big money went into this nba is an early partner so you can see the headset here is uh starting to look a little bit more comfortable i mean it's it's uh a little more open you're looking through things it's more like glasses as opposed to uh over the like over the ear headphones it's wow. over the so it's very different. Uh, it's quite getting there. It's not cheap. These You can see the price points here are $3,000 for a, a, a platform. Not ready for prime time. This is for developers for the most part. Uh, but, you know, th- these price points will all come down. This is another player. These guys will get bought by somebody if their technology works. But you can see lot lots of money going into this. If you haven't played around with it, these are very immersive experiences you should if you have to talk
1: about that i, I can't stress enough uh, i had I showed it to i went on vacation for a week about a week ago and uh i can't tell you how many times i was really raving about this quest i just got from oculus and you know getting reactions like yeah hey, i'll try that later and then you know cousin would try it and he'd be like i mean i, I kind of wrote you off when you said that but like oh my god and just compl- he couldn't find the words He was blown away by it i you're you quickly accept the reality that's presented to you yeah there there was i was playing like a game where you're moving around and shooting things there's a moment to get to the next level you have to walk off a ledge and fall like 40 stories and when i was doing it it was very crude graphics i hesitated for maybe five or six seconds to like brace myself (laughs) even though i'm walking on hardwood floor in my living room yeah like okay and you feel you step off and you feel it your head freaks out like what are you doing preserve yourself yeah all that
3: stuff kicks in that reminds me of we did a vr team building event with one of our clients and uh there was a a part of the experience where you had to walk across a very thin software defined bridge and you knew you were in this just empty room on a flat ground but i found myself kind of tiptoeing over this bridge that with uh, the abyss beneath it
0: you get get nauseous
3: legitimately like frightened of falling it's very very I was only, only just beginning. Yeah.
0: Well, it, I, I remember that and you did tiptoe as if you were going to really fall. I just I did one of those VR roller coasters and I had to sit down because I almost I thought I was going to fall over. And cuz and what was interesting is it was it was uh when it gets crazy like loopy loops, you, you get so desensitized that it doesn't bother you. It's the subtle stuff where you're swaying around That's when you almost want to fall over because you really start. And, but again, these are immersive experiences. If, you know, if you don't have one of these things, you know, you got to spend a few hundred dollars to check them out. Find somebody who has one, check it out, Uh, and leave some comments. People don't even think think twice about spending a couple thousand dollars on a nice flat screen TV. This is going to be the new flat screen TVs of the future. Uh, It's going to give you more than just a flat screen. It's going to Uh, open up your door Uh, it's going to replace a lot of different things in your life and augment hopefully positively Mm -hmm. uh, the things that you can do through digital technologies so oorah thanks guys see see ya hey thanks for listening to the show we hope you enjoyed the topic we're always interested in hearing more from our audience in terms of what topics we should be covering so please reach out to us and let us know if there's a subject that you want us to cover and we'd be happy to do that I also want to remind people that we have a book out called Digital Labor, The Coming Demise of the White Collar Worker. You can find it out on Amazon in Kindle, hardcover and paperback formats. Please check that book out and give us some feedback. Thank you.